welcome back to what are we what up hey everybody we're here recording remotely again yeah <laughs> not ideal but you can never like during coronavirus you can just really never be together for anything any a different reason comes up every week but yeah yeah but um, luckily because of coronavirus we discovered this format and ability to be able to record remotely so i'm thankful for that but um obviously it's not as fun when we're not together but oh boy god god yeah. Logan's Logan yawning. we're both exhausted today um on this recording platform we can see each other and we both look like shit <laughs> i'm Oh. We both look like we have not slept in like three days. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, before, long weekend. But go ahead. Yeah, but before we get into everything, let me remind everybody: catch us on Instagram at uh, What Are We Podcast and Lens in Low Places and Logan Lewis ninety six. Submit stories, questions, please. To what are we podcast 2020 at gmail.com or call that hotline number 678-956-1765. What the hell, y'all? Yeah, I'm over it. I thought we'd said last week <laughs> uh, that we were going to uh, uh, be calling this thing. Guess not. Also, I'm over uh, Apple messed up. Um, the so I'll pull back the curtain. Uh, we switched hosting platforms or whatever, uh, just uh, for some stuff that's coming down the pipeline. And Apple screwed up the link that is this show, thus, this show is not showing up on iTunes as of right now. Um, it's on Spotify, so if you're on Spotify, you're okay. You, you don't give a damn about this. But um, if you're listening on Apple, um, this may be released Tuesday or, or Monday. What, whatever, whenever it gets fixed, it's it still says it's. So it's as if I'm resubmitting this un, for under being under review. So I resubmitted it whenever Lindsay texted me on Friday or something, and yeah, well, it was like. In the middle of the week, I like I never have people ask to listen to the podcast or like ask how to find it. But like all of a sudden last week, I had like four people be like, "Hey, where's the podcast?" or "I want to listen to the podcast," and I couldn't find it. So that's yeah. discovered that it wasn't on there. But it is on Spotify, so you know you don't have to worry about it if you don't listen to podcasts on Apple. But I guess for the Apple listeners, you just have to wait it out like a day or two. Yeah, sorry, fam. I, I don't know what happened. Um, I even messaged someone from Apple, and they're like, yeah, we have no idea what the hell happened, uh, but we're fixing it, so please be patient, and we're really sorry. And I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you are. Um, also, before we get into it, let me remind everybody about uh, a little thing called Prepped and Ready. M Lindsay, do you like do you like eating? I love eating. Do you like not moving? I love not moving, especially when it's combined with eating. Okay. So 
<laughs> I don't know, know if you know, but Prepped and Ready uh, offers healthy meal deliveries to your door. Do you know you could order food and get it sent to your door? I know. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, all you have to do is pop them in the microwave and they're good to go. This isn't like, oh, nice. I know you're thinking when you hear pop them in the microwave, you think, oh my God, is this like McDonald's where they just warm shit up? Like when you go through the drive-thru? No, that's not what this is. Uh, they are a meal delivery service that services all of Metro Atlanta area. Um, they just partnered with a fitness app called Fit Genie. And it combines with like your workouts and like eating healthy and tracking your calories and all of this stuff. It's really, really cool. Um, and it makes the deliveries even easier. All you have to do is go to preppedreadymeals.com and use code binge10. That's B-I-N-G-E at one zero at checkout for 10% off your order. Prepped ready meals. Listen, they're great. They're great people over there. They they, uh, we, we, we want, we support a healthier lifestyle on this pod, um, <clears throat> prepped ready meals. Uh, that, that's what they do. And them partnering with fit genie, fit genie. It just makes it easier. Yeah. You cannot be mentally healthy without being physically healthy. And yeah. it's nice because all of your nutrition stuff is just in one accessible app. So that's good. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. One more time. Binge 10 at checkout. 10% off the order. PreppedReadyMeals.com. This is where I'd insert a tagline, but I don't think they have one. Prepped and ready. Healthy meals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got to think. We got to help them think of a good one. We got to. We got to. Um, so, Lindsay, what's before we get into our subject of the day, which is serious relationships, as you can see from the title. Um, mm -hmm. What uh, is there anything new in your in your dating scene? We we legit haven't talked this week, so I, I don't know if there's anything new going on. Yeah, so I was doing the hinge thing, um, and I went through one of those like online dating phases where you just like start talking to too many people at the same time, and it yep. gets really confusing and complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I and like what usually ends up happening with that is like I just wait for the person that like wants to like see me first and I just then I kind of like go with that person and then kind of like ignore everyone else it's really bad but like I don't know how to like I feel like when you're just on a dating app you don't know each other you don't like owe the person like an explanation of like where you went especially if you haven't met each other before it's kind of dumb so um so yeah there is this guy who I just kind of like stuck out to me a little bit more um and he just like is like my personality type my looks type and everything um and we are actually going on a date tonight and it wow. was our first date yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to be as safe as possible I don't like I don't know. I feel like first dates, not really, especially when you're like considering someone seriously a first date, you shouldn't really like invite someone over to your place or sure. your place even during pandemic. So we're going to like safely try to like go to a walk up bar um, in Inman Park and just like get like a little outdoor drink. 
So wow, how that goes. Yeah, he's really sweet and really cute. Um, and I guess I'll have more to update later. Yeah, that's exciting. That really, really excited for you. You have to let me know how that goes. Um, Will do. Yesterday, um, as when people are listening to this, uh, if if you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, um, cool. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, Tuesday is Wanda's birthday. Um, And over the weekend, me and her best of friends, um, well, me and her best friend put together um, a little surprise situation um, for her, um, completely, she had completely no idea. She thought she was just doing something with me on Saturday, <laughs> but we pull up to a vineyard in Ackworth, uh, oh, a new vineyard just opened. I'll have to get you the name of it. It's kind of Quasali. I think it's called Quasali Vineyards. Who um, knew? That's so cute. It's, it's, kind of, it's way out there in Ackworth. Um, but yeah. it's, uh, in the middle of nowhere like you got to go through a neighborhood and then you like cut through like two houses and go straight back like maybe a mile or so and it's just like there just all of a sudden it's just there and it's really cute they have um wine slushies and it's it's really really neat i've never been to a vineyard before um i'm not a big wine guy as the people know but um i tried some wine and i had two or three wine slushies (laughs) Got a little bit, and yeah, it was a surprise party. We did charcuterie board for oh for her. Um, that sounds over the top, so nice and sweet. Yes, she was pleasantly surprised. Uh, especially, we we both had a little bit of a hard week, and mm-hmm. I know that she really needed something like that. So, um, it meant all the more to her because uh, we we came through for her. Um, and then Tuesday, I think we might just. We might just go to a dinner. Last night we we topped it off. Um, another a good date spot, Lindsay. I know it's a little out of your way. It's in Kennesaw. It's in downtown Kennesaw, but it's called Bernie's. That's where we went for dinner I last thought, night. Oh yeah, you told me about that place. It's and really good. I need to try. Yeah, yeah, I would really go to Kennesaw. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, it's I don't want to say it's expensive, but it's not like your average. Um. It's not like going to pull back the curtain. I think the bill for me and her last night was 50 bucks. Like which which is fine. I mean, I didn't get a drink. She got a couple drinks and we got an entree and two on or uh sorry, we got an appetizer and two entrees. So I guess it's reasonably yeah. priced. It's not like you're going to Chili's though. I mean, you're not going to walk out of there spending 28 bucks. You're you're spending yeah. a little bit more, but it's it's really nice. I mean, it's not a place you're going to wear a t-shirt and shorts to like yeah, like we were all looking really nice. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We did some cookie cake action. Um, we did everything. We did everything for her, and uh, good. We, she deserves it. She really does, and she had a great time. Excited to see what we do Tuesday. We might just go to some Mexican restaurant or something, or maybe just keep it low key because we uh, yeah. went all out, all out uh, on Saturday. But, uh, but yeah, she's yeah, well, just like stay in t-shirts and go to a Mexican restaurant and be comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. It's together. That sounds good. That sounds so nice. Yeah, Don't it was a lot of fun. I uh I'm glad that she was able to uh distract herself for a for a, yeah. for a 12 hour period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um 
Well, how is your family doing? I know last time. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, not to expose them too much. My dad now has the coronavirus. Oh, um, but he has no symptoms. He feels oh. 100% fine. Um, I guess it's just maybe he's just asymptomatic or whatever. Uh, my mom is almost almost 100% uh, okay now. Um, she said she was updating me throughout the week, just day by day. Each symptom kind of just disappeared slowly on its own, mm -hmm. um, just with a lot of rest. Um, I know, like, I wonder what the percentages are really like for false positives, because my mom, I don't know why I just said my mom, I know someone who tested positive and then like they were showing no symptoms and then like two days later they got tested again and it was negative. So it's weird. Yeah. That I wonder what the percentages are that are for that too. That's interesting that you bring that up. I don't know. Maybe it could have been a false positive, but he's now quarantining for, for two weeks. I haven't seen them in a, in a, in a little while. So I don't have to worry about quarantining. I haven't been with my dad since he's, I mean, he has never like felt bad or anything. So like, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's hell, I, I might have it. Who knows? But I haven't felt a symptom yet. Um, yeah, so. I almost went over to record in person today. And then I was like, better not. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. My mom's pretty much almost better now. But my good. dad feels 100% okay. But apparently he's got it. So um, that's that's that. Uh Today, everybody, we're going to briefly talk about serious relationships. Yes. Well, um, a little bit of a transition from last week. Yeah, last week we talked about the hookup phase, the one-night stand, friends with benefits. This week, go check that episode out if you haven't heard it. But this week is serious relationship talk. Um, and I didn't tease this last week. I meant to, but I didn't. I'm doing an episode... Um, centered around my dating history, um, kind of stemming off of this serious relationships talk, um, where it's just me telling the story of my dating life, um, and it even features some some uh, input from a few of the girls that I've seen in the past. I'm trying <laughs> my best to get as many as possible. I'm recording little sessions to or little snippets to put in those episodes in that episode tonight two of them are recording with me tonight um and uh not be more excited for that yeah i'm really excited <laughs> to, for it to get out there i i really wanted to like rush it and try to post it like tomorrow but um wait no. are, have you interviewed anyone for it so far not yet oh, okay but um, huh two tonight though yeah, right two tonight um but How are you getting all these people you previously dated to participate? I feel like if I reached out to guys I've dated, they would be like, they'd no. be like, <laughs> well, I guess because I've never like, I have never had like a really serious relationship. It's only been like short term little things. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, some of them I'm fortunate enough to have remained not, I don't want to say close with, but solid friends. I mean, we still follow each other on Instagram. Like, like uh, the girl who at the beginning of this podcast submitted the 
helicopter story. Um, oh, yeah. I won't name her name, but she is going to be interviewed tonight. Um, yeah. A girl I dated in high school is going to be interviewed tonight. So I'm very okay, curious. Going all the way back to high school, I feel like I could probably, probably get some people to do it. Some if of my more... Some of my more serious relationships are, they're a little harder to track down. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Uh, because some of the more serious ones ended uh, differently. Um, yeah. So it's harder to get them, but it's, it's, it's been easier for me to get the attention of like the girls that I had a few months of a fling with or dated for, you know, a few months or was had a situation ship for a few months so those are the girls that I've ended up getting to talk to, but um, but that's okay. Any anything to be able to add the female perspective, um, I'm letting them roast me. I said, hey, if, if we have problems, please just expose me. One of them was like, can I be blunt? And I was like, yeah, that's the point of it. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't reach out to you knowing our past for you to just sugarcoat it. Like I want to know how I've grown as a person. And I want to know like how you've grown. Like if, if you learned anything about yourself when you were dating me for your future criteria for guys or anything like, like it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I really am looking forward to it. So maybe, maybe next week's episode, maybe the week after we'll see. That is so um, mature and confident of you. Yeah. I, I, th- yeah. I one of my ex-girlfriends, she said she respected the fact that I reached out. And was like, I really like, she was like, that's really mature of you. She said that too, to, to show that you've grown into a place where you just want to talk about it. Yeah. And like, you're happy where you're at right now. And I'm like, yeah. And yeah, like no one else. I like, I don't know anyone else who would do that. I definitely would not do that. (laughs) I think it would destroy me. Like, from the inside out to hear a bunch of guys say what they didn't like about me. I think I would, that would kill me. Like, I think I would die. I think part of me is looking forward to that. So I can a laugh about it and be just like, again, like reflect about like how I've changed as a person since then. Like the girl that I saw in high school, I'm very, very intrigued to see what she says. Um, This girl I haven't spoken to in like, God, like seven, eight years. And all of a sudden I reached out for Instagram. She was like, yeah, bet. Let's do it. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, so I'm really excited. But wow, I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's coming soon uh, sometime uh, in the next couple of weeks. But as of right now, we're just going to talk about serious relationships to kind yes. of preface that. Um, so. I have found myself in a place where I didn't think I was going to find myself. If you told me, if you told me in 2019 that by mid 2020 or damn, it's we're already, we're already on the back half of, of yeah, 2020. Pretty um, Yeah. <laughs> that I would have found possibly the person I'll be with forever. Um, I would tell you that you're stupid or something like I would have been like, no way, like no way. Uh, but here we are. I'm, I'm, I'm cry. there. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that just inspired us to want to talk serious for a second, but there's a lot of different phases to serious relationships. There's, 
There's like, when do we step out of the quote unquote talking phase? When do we start introducing to friends, to family, to parents? Um, yeah. So I guess we can, we can start out with like that first bullet point. Like what's, when, how, is there a timeline that you have Lindsay for like when you come out of the talking phase? I hate the quote unquote so, talking phase. Yeah. I hate that term too. Um, yeah, I refuse to say talking ever. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. But anyway, I just say seeing. Yeah, I just say seeing too. Yeah. Um so I don't think there is like a like I don't have like a rule for myself or I've never heard of a rule for like how many dates you have to go on to meet parents or friends or something. Um I think friends like typically comes before parents. Um, but like, I've got to say, like, I know serious relationships that have like turned into marriages where the girl met the guy's family and friends, like on the second date. Yeah. And I know it sounds crazy, but like it worked out and like they're married now. Um, but I also know serious relationships where, the parents and the friends didn't meet the significant other until like six months to a year down the road. So I think it just depends on like, like I think there definitely has to be like that conversation of like, if you guys are on the same page about if the relationship is serious or not. And I think once that's established, it's like, what's the holdup with right. like family and friends and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, 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 I usually don't have a timeline either. I kind of just see what feels right or feels what, what feels natural. Um, I don't like to force things like, again, like I didn't see myself where I'd be, where I am right now. Like I didn't force any of that to happen. It just happened. Um, it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. And I hate saying it because I hate it when people say it to me, but you truly don't know when things are going to come along. Um, they just happen when you least expect it. Um, and that's exactly what happened to me. Like I least expected to like start introducing someone to friends and family, but yeah, definitely. I, I definitely introduced somebody to my friends before, before family, but. So how long, like how long before, um, oh my gosh, I can't talk. How long have you, or how long were you dating Wanda until you, until you introduced her to your friends. Well, I like, did you introduce them? Did you introduce her to your friends before your family or was it your family first? Actually the first time I believe I introduced, this was way back before we were anything super serious, but I kind of just threw her in the deep end and made her meet both at the same time. Oh, okay. Um, it was for a Super Bowl party um, oh. this year. It was back in February. We weren't very serious or anything. We were kind of just quote unquote talking, seeing each other, seeing where it was going to go. Um, it was. It wasn't until March where we kind of started to decide that we wanted to get serious. But anyway, um, yeah, we. Uh, I had my, my parents came over to the Super Bowl party and so did my 
my, you know, all my roommates were there. Um, some of my friends were there. The binge boys, they were there. Um, Jordan was there. Turner was there, which, you know, those people, the binge boys, Turner and Jordan, those are the main solid group of friends that I've got. Um, Have she you still hasn't met Lindsay. Still hasn't met Lindsay. I know. We Well, we connect on like social media and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Which is and, uh, yeah, so I think I don't know if that's the first time she like she met my parents. Gosh, I could be so wrong. She's gonna correct me on this when when she hears this. But okay, um, have you ever? Are you frozen right now? Wait. <laughs> oh God. Um. Um, something happened. Oh, we're here. Oh my God. Hey, you were just fro like your screen was absolutely frozen for like a I, self. I don't know what the hell happened there. Um, uh, yeah. So I think I just introduced her to my parents and friends the same day. Um, I, I, I'm definitely a hundred percent wrong, but that was the real first time that they, uh, they met. Um, which isn't usually how I do it in the past. I usually try yeah. to like, go like this is all of course before corona like maybe i'll invite her to the night out that we go to the battery and just see how she vibes with my friends or invite her to the pregame see how she vibes with people um but uh, and then she'll meet my family if she if she passes the friends test then then she's up to meeting my parents so obviously it didn't happen this way with wanda but like have you ever been in a relationship with where you meet the parents and you go to like a nice dinner with them or like you go over to the like your girlfriend's house and have dinner with them? Like it's like a formal thing. Well, um, a girl that I am might I might be hearing from uh, for the ex-girlfriend thing. Her name's Aubrey. Shouts to Obs. Um, we uh, we met. We went out on our first date. I think it was our first date. We met on our... Was it our first date? Gosh, I have the worst memory. We went out on either the first or second date. And she... Her parents are very conservative and old-fashioned. So, like, I had to come in afterwards and kind of meet her parents on either the first or second date. Might have been the first date. Um yeah. <laughs> they just asked me a bunch. They like interviewed me. They just asked me a bunch of questions oh. about, about how I believe or how I. Um, oh my gosh! How I how I believe how I, uh, my just like my upbringing. Um, they asked me a bunch of questions, and um, I had a drink with them. I think while I was there, and I just kind of vibed with them um, for like a half an hour, and. She, of course, was just like, Mom and Dad, stop it. And I was just like, no, they're fine. They can, I have nothing to hide. They can ask me whatever the hell they want. Um, so you were like totally fine with all of that? Yeah. Um, she she did warn me. She was like, okay, when you drop me off, I guarantee my dad's going to want you to come inside. <laughs> and I was like, I'm totally cool with that. Um, one thing that I'm curious, you, you don't have to put up with this right now, um, but one thing that really is difficult, or maybe you have had to do this in the past, uh, but just not on your end, is siblings. Like having significant others meet your siblings 
or meeting your significant other siblings. Because Aubrey, I she has a sister that I think is like a year or two older than her and a brother, which is a, a, maybe younger than her by a year or two. They're all very, very close in age. And I was really nervous about meeting yeah. them just because That's they are the same age group as I am. And I was like, well, I actually have to work to impress these guys. Yeah. Because her brother, he was in the military. Her sister is this like accomplished like web designer. I was like, I'm, I'm nervous to meet these people, but yeah, they're mm-hmm. just as fun and crazy as she was um, in a good way. Uh, and I'm, I'm friends with her sister to this day. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't hit up her brother in a while, but I'm sure he'd be willing to talk. I mean, hell, her dad messages me on Facebook every once in a while. And is just like, <laughs> hey, how are you? Let's catch up. And oh, that's sweet. So, yeah, it's it's nice to. It's her family was very, very kind um, and very loving. But yeah, meeting siblings, that's a big criteria for me. If my siblings don't like or can't vibe with you, it's kind of hard to um, it's kind of hard to keep that going. Yeah. Um, Yeah, obviously, I haven't experienced this because I my siblings are small children, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like if I had siblings, it would be, well, not if I had siblings, but like if the person that I was dating had siblings, I would be very intimidated. And I think even more intimidated because I don't have like older siblings. So I can't really relate to the relationship. It would just be like a whole new world to me. Um, so yeah, that would freak me out. Um, but it's actually funny. I have actually introduced, um, like the good thing about, I guess my situation is I like, don't ever have to worry about like a dad, like freaking one of my significant others out. Mm -hmm. Um, but that said, it has been kind of weird to, um, introduce people to my family because it's like, it would probably be like just my mom and my siblings but like in the past year or two um my stepdad has been around like he married my mom a couple years ago so he's like been around in the house um so I actually did introduce a guy to my mom like where he came over to the house once and that was like the first time my stepdad kind of like took on that fatherly role with me. It was actually really cute. He was like, um, you could tell he just like all of a sudden became like very protective and was kind of like interrogating the guy. Um, and it was like a nice moment, but yeah. And also my mom is just very like, not the most social person ever. So I, like I really have only introduced like one or two guys to my family, but it is like a whole difficult like process. I kind of have to like get people in check in my family before <laughs> the moment occurs where I introduce a guy. Um, Cause you know, we're just like a little quirky. We're a little different. Um, we have like a little bit more of a modern family. So it's not like you're walking into like mom and dad and like siblings who are the same age. It's just like, a little bit more difficult for me, but, um, but if I had more experiences like that, I would definitely share, but I do not. Yeah. I, I definitely, you, 
you've definitely I feel like I hear more stories about you introducing guys to your friends because I I've met your friends on numerous occasions and your friends are a lot of fun. Um, so I figured yeah. y- your friends are the main, like you got to be able to get along with my buddies because you, yeah, buddies are awesome. And uh, I, I, will was, I was very nervous. My gay guy friends intimidate a lot of guys like before, before they even meet the guy, yeah. like, they're like, oh, they're going to judge what I'm wearing. Like, is what I'm wearing okay? And I'm like, no, they're not going to judge what you're wearing. <laughs> they're not like, I feel like guys just like, um, not intentionally, but just like stereotype my gay guy friends sometimes before they meet them. Because they just think that they're going to be like really rude and like really pompous and like, you know, really judgy. But um but like the couple instances where guys I've seen have met my gay guy friends, they um, like they're super, super sweet and open and accepting and just like um, just my my guy friends are so social. So they're just like super welcoming to anybody who comes in the circle. Um, and it's been great. Like I like there's been a couple times where I was nervous to introduce the guy to my guy friends because I had a feeling they wouldn't like mesh um but they did and it was great so but yeah my friends are definitely like the family that i introduce guys to i'm trying to remember if the first time that we started talking did i meet them back then um i know i met them the second time around yeah i think it was just the second time around okay okay yeah the first time i was really scared um for the exact reasons that you said i thought they were going to judge because I've heard this, that they're going to judge what I was wearing. They were yeah. going to um, really be able to tell like you've been able to, to you've said in the past that guys can tell what guys intentions are just because guys know what guys are. Oh, um, yeah. So I was yeah. really I was really nervous to meet them. But of course, after I've met them now and can hold a conversation with them and am comfortable around them that like, yeah, they're the coolest guys ever. Like, yeah, they're like, super easygoing. Like they and obviously like. Honestly, they wear the most ridiculous things sometimes. Like they don't like fancy and whatever, like um, like people think. But yeah, they they love you. Um, they love everybody they meet. They're just like the sweetest guys ever. So so yeah, they're my go to my go to boys. Shouts to all those boys. They know who they are. Um, yeah. So with all those things being said, like, do you? Is it after the? Is it after that those things happen that you are like, okay, my family vibes with them. My friends vibe with them. I vibe with them. Uh, let's do this thing seriously. Like let's stop seeing each other. Like what's your process and, or do you have a process in that either? Or does it just happen? So ideally you would like establish that there's going to be a serious relationship and then introduce the person to friends and family. But in my situations, a serious relationship has not been established before introducing them to friends and family. It just kind of happens where like we've gone on several dates and we've spent a lot of time together. So it's like, it's time to, you know, meet the people closest to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just like, and I, I probably like other girl listeners can listen to this uh, or I mean, can relate to this, but it just kind of like 
fades out shortly after like the serious element or like the serious parts of the relationship start to occur um, where it would like where it would normally like progress further, it kind of just stops for me, for me. So I don't have like a lot of experiences where like I've seen the progression after the meeting people. Yeah. If that's. Yeah, it does for sure. But so I don't, I feel like I don't have any personal experiences to offer, but, um, but I know you do, but I know you've kind of already touched on yours. So. Yeah. Um, I, I, I typically do all that stuff before, like, it's almost, it sounds sad to say, but it's almost like checking boxes off. It's like, yeah. Okay. They're, they're cool with my friends. All right. Bet they're cool with my family, Bet they're, they're cool with my siblings. Um, it's after all that, that I'm like, okay, this person has passed the test. Um, I think I could date them. And, and by that time, you know, if you're introducing them to your friends and your family, you're already like, in like intrigued enough that you want to be in a relationship with them. Like, I'm not just going to go and introduce anybody to my, to my parents. Like that's, that's something like for a while there for the past few years, my parents have been like, it's been a while since you brought someone home. And I'd be like, yeah, cause there's a reason behind that. I don't want to just introduce any yeah. schmo blow to, to mom and dad. It's, it's almost like a, it's like an, quote unquote honor it's like a privilege or you know like i'm not going to just introduce becky that i've gone on three dates with i'm going to introduce the girl that i've gone out with six seven eight times and yeah, so you're saying like you like use like the meeting friends and families as a way to decide if you want that person to be your girlfriend or they're already your girlfriend before the your people the first one Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it might depend. I'm trying to think back. I think <sighs> ideally, like I would be, I would want to be like someone's girlfriend before I meet like their people. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I might have done it like their family. I might have done it backwards once or twice, but for the most part, like it's almost though like. I see it as like, if I get, if I'm in a relationship with you and I take you to meet my parents and like, it doesn't work and it's like really awkward and really weird. Then I'm like, Oh, now I have to dump you type thing. Because I see that like, if my family doesn't like you, I know people say like, love who you love. Don't care about what other people think. But like if my family doesn't like you, dude, I'm a huge family person. I'm always around the fam it's going to be really awkward for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so um, I, I threw Wanda really in the deep end because my sister graduated high school this summer. So a lot of family was in town visiting and I just threw her in, just threw her in the deep end. She met my grandparents, which is the ultimate test. If you impress my Mima, then <laughs> you're, 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 you're good girl. Um, uh, and she met some of my aunts and uncles, a couple of my aunts from my dad's side and mom's side. Like she's, she's pretty solid. The, the, the true test is the next person in my family that gets married. She'll be my wedding date. And if she impresses the entire fam, there will be a ring on that bitch. 
um yeah i would definitely say so my grandma on my mom's side is my i call her mama so um i can relate but i've only introduced one guy to my mama and she kissed him on the the face so <laughs> we didn't do that again she loves the boys so um yeah we love mama yeah we love her so much i miss her um but anyways yeah um have another topic in this category that you want to talk about i'm trying real hard to think of we 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 got them down um unless you've got something else what is the longest serious relationship you've been in the longest the longest serious relationship i have been in was about a year, I think. Not very long, a year. Also, do you guys ask like your date, like on a first or second date, do you ask them like about their previous relationships and why it didn't work out? Not on the first date, but like if we're like, if we're like, I mean, hell, I, I won't restrict it. Like, if, if it comes up, I'll talk about it. I always say, like, I'm open to talking about anything. Like, you can ask me what my ex-girlfriends are like, why we broke up. Like, I'll tell you the truth. Like, Yeah, I feel like if the conversation is, like, comfortable enough on the first date, I usually ask. Um, but if it's, like, someone that I just, like, don't really care, like, it's not going well or something, then I won't ask. But, um, but I usually am like super curious about that. Cause I always want to see like, if it, if they, if like they make the ex-girlfriend out to be like some terrible person, it's kind of like a bad sign. Um, unless they truly like did like cheat on him or something like that. Um, but, but yeah, I, I always tend to ask that question. I used I to have that. Even... Sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I had that approach where I used to talk about my ex-girlfriends badly, but then I, like, Ooh. grew up. And <laughs> yeah. just, just some of the ones that didn't end well. But then I grew up and kind of, like, thought to myself that, like, listen, we were both different people at the time. We both went through that experience together. Um, so I stopped bad-mouthing my exes, even if I don't care for them to this day. I mean, there's not really an ex I don't care for to this day. I was just being young and stupid and immature. But yeah. Yeah, they're they're all great girls. I've said this before, like, and I say it in the in the dating one, like they all contributed to where I am right now. That's if, right. Yeah. If, uh, I didn't break up or get with them at the right time or whatever, I would not be where I'm at. And uh, shouts to all of them for that. Um, I cannot wait to find my person so I can be thankful for all of the terrible experiences. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to find your person. I am getting tired of waiting. What if it's this guy? You never know. I have to stop thinking that before I go out with every single person because I'm an Enneagram 4. I don't know if you know what your Enneagram is, but Enneagram 4 is what? I need to go back and take the test and write the numbers down because a girl made me take this test a few years ago. She was like, I got to know. And I was like, whatever. So I took the test and I forget. I have to go back and redake it. I usually like think all of that is bullshit, but Enneagram stuff so far, like especially co the combative, the combative, oh my God. Compatibility. 
accountability <laughs> reports are so accurate. Mm -hmm. Like if you like know what the Enneagram type is of like um, the person you're seeing and you read the compatibility report, it's like very, it's like dead on. But, um, but yeah. So like Enneagram fours, like idealize a relationship with like every new person that comes into their life romantically. Um, so I have to like consciously not or consciously like try not to do that because then I get too many feelings and then I get my hopes up. So I try to just, you know, feel casually about it for a little bit unless like the guy is really going to put effort in and act like he likes me a lot and then I will get excited. But I had a little bit of a hunch um, at the end of the first date with Wanda. I had a little bit of a, a thought like, like this is going to be long term. Like I had like a little, like just, I don't know, just the way about her. I wish I could go back and relive it. Yeah. I've had that with every good date I've been on and none of them have been. <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay. But yeah. uh, do you have any, any, uh, any more thoughts on serious relationships, Lindsay? Um, just that I wish I was in one. Guys, you heard that. <laughs> if, you, if you hear that and you're interested in her, go follow her on Instagram at Lynn's in low places. <laughs> and while you're at it, if you're in, not interested in her, but you want to check me out, Logan Lewis 96, uh, you can follow me there. And if you want, you can follow us together at what are we podcast 2020 or just what are we podcast on Instagram? Submit your stories, please, please. To... You know what? No, please. No, please. Oh. There, there's only, only you better do it. And that's it. Yeah, you better do it. What are we podcast 2020 at gmail.com hotline number 678-956-1765. Go up to prepped and ready. Prepped meals ready. Prepped ready meals. <laughs> Promo code binge 10. Check them out on Instagram too. Their hat, their handle is prepped ready meals. Um, check them out. Use that code at checkout. Get your 10% off. Make sure you're followed along on Spotify and Apple. Shouts to Apple for uh, screwing me. Um, sure. But it's Attempting okay. To help. Attempting to help. But it's okay. Um, so, everybody, we'll catch you next week on What Are We? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.